Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. For a little while now, I've had like a, a practice that's somewhat mean, Avi. If a guy hears a good vartar before a circus, so it's very, very powerful because wherever you go, you're hot stuff. You come into any sukkah, you come into any gathering, you have like a good vart. You come to your family gathering and you like share a really powerful, good thought. So you're proud of your vert and you go around sukkah sharing your vert. And you share it in different places and it's very cool. You have your approach to sukkah, your connection to the chag and you share your vert with everybody that you come in contact with. What's very, very frustrating is to hear a vert on sukkah after sukkah. Because, like, what does that help me? Like, I'm not going around telling my cherry, you want to hear a great word on the lulav? Not right now. The lulav's, the lulav's a shtickle memory. Tell me, if you don't mind, maybe you'll tell me next year the word on lulav. I'm not thinking about the lulav right now. And as such, it's funny to share divrei tire about the Dalad Minim or the Sukkah after Sukkot. Couldn't you have told me that before Sukkot? And I could have, like... I, couldn't have got, I could have gotten a lot of mileage out of that thought. And for a while now, I have a, a, a hobby and a habit that after a chag, to share something on the chag. The reason I like doing it, the reason I want to do that is because I don't view the chag as an experience of the past, but it's something we're trying to bring with us into our lives. The experience of the Chag is something that we want to bring with us into our existence. I want to have been different because I went through a circus. I want to be different in 10 years, 20 years. I want my January looks different because circus happens. So I want to plug into to, to ideas of the Chag that wasn't just fleeting and forgotten, but it's actually carried with and comes along. So for a while I had to have it. This time I'm going to share with you a thought, not because I I'm, I'm, I'm really want to tell you a shtickle story. I've said this over, we met in Muncie I, with Yehud, I've said this over. I want to share the story. I spoke a little bit about it last night, but I want to start today sharing this story with the Hevra. I want to say that, that there's, there's a lot of, that there's, there's really two big ideas, the Dalad Minim, in the, in the Svarim speak about two concepts with the Dalad Minim. With the Dalad Minim that we held, the Lulav, the Adasim, the Aravais, the Esrig that we held in our hands, there's two concepts spoken a lot. It's spoken about the different parts of our own existence. Each individual bringing all his parts in the service of Hashem. And the Dalad Minim are spoken about such. The Lulav representing the spine or the kaima of the person, the form of the person. The essence, if you will, the physical body of the person is the Lulav. The Arava representing, the Arava and the Adasim, the Adasim representing the Inayim, the eyes of a person. The Arava representing the mouth of a person his sight and his eyes, taken very seriously in halacha, the adasim are supposed to be higher than the aravais, higher up than the aravais, because the enayim, the eyes, are above the mouth, and the adasim represent the enayim of a person, the arava is the mouth of a person, as such the enayim are up higher than the arava, and then the esrug representing the lave, the heart of the person, and the person then takes all these species that represent his different aspects and he bonds them together in the service and being mekales and praising Hashem. That's one aspect brought in the Dalad Minim. Another aspect of Ram brought in the Dalad Minim are, represents different types of Yidin. This is a Medrash, Chazal say. It's different types of Yidin. The Lulav represents the Yid who has a Tam and a Reach, the Tzaddik, who has Taira and Maisim Taivim. The Lulav both has, I apologize, I, the, the Lulav represents the year. The Lulav grows on a palm tree, so it has dates. It represents that which has a good taste, but doesn't have a good smell. 
is Tyra no Maisim type, a certain type of Yid, who has Tyra but not good deeds. The Esr represents a Yid who has a good taste and smell, a Yid who has Tyra and Maisim Taivim. The Adasim represent a good smell and no good taste, Maisim Taivim and no Tyra. The Arava is no Tyra, no Maisim Taivim. So they re- represent all different types of Yidin. We hold them together saying as an Ummah, we each have imperfections. But as a nation, we're mashlim each other. Bo elim elim. We fix up, we're mashlim, we finish up each other. We all have flaws in our game. We all have deficiencies. We have great aspects and deficiencies. But each of us, together as a whole, make up for each other's deficiencies. Bo elim Every yid's mechaper one for the other. Avram asked the Sfas Emes. So it says the different of the four minim represent different types of Yidin. And we hold them together. Everybody comes together and everybody brings something. Bo Everybody fixes up. Each one fixes up the other. Asked the Sfas Emes, one of them's the Arava. The Arava has no Torah and no Maisim Taivim. So what does it mean it fixes up the others? I like saying between me and my father, we know Shas cold. But it's like a stupid statement. He knows Shas and I know the rest. So what does it mean between us? And it says on the Dalad Minim that Bo Elu, they each fix each other up. They each bring something. What does the Arava bring? The Arava has no taste, has no smell, and yet we're holding it together saying every yid has what to bring. Every yid brings something. Every yid matters. Every yid has what to offer. A lot. And, and a necessary component every yid has. This is not cute stuff. Every yid has something. He has something. I, I was talking to different guys who've arrived to the yeshiva today. You didn't come here just to learn. You came to teach. It's not cute. It's not like this, oh, cute, like a nice slogan that's coming... Is that stupid? What are you saying? You didn't come to learn, you came to teach. Every Yid has some, some perspective, some beauty, something that's necessary, as necessary as the next Yid. We're all in ice in the tire and necessary. And Bo Elim Umechatmal Elu is the Dalad meaning that everyone is necessary and important. And the question is, what does that Rava bring? What is that Rava that has no time and no reach, that doesn't have, what is it bring? That does Svas Emes ask. And that Svas Emes answers that that Rava brings prayer. The most lofty prayer in the world is the prayer of the one who has no arrogance. The less you have, the less you feel you have, the better your prayer is. The main midah, the main attribute of prayer is to come humble to Hashem. And the Arava represents that which comes in front of Hashem. I don't come arrogant. I don't come feeling I'm the holiest, the biggest, the best. I come just with humility to Hashem. And the Arava brings that to the equation. The Arava comes with the humility, prayer. Arava represents the mouth, the Arava, and it represents prayer. And the Svasemes speaks about capital kuf days and tilim. The prayer of the poor man, Kiyatif, who's very dizzy, he's weary, he's tired out. He has difficult times the Ani has encountered. And the Svasem says, is not like a Bidiyevedik prayer. Okay, the Ani prays, also it counts. Not also it counts, mostly it counts. The Ani's prayer, the prayer of humility, the prayer of the broken one, the prayer of the vulnerable one, the prayer of the one who feels so, so net, just so needy and so desperate is the most powerful prayer in the world. And the Arava brings that to Yidin. Hasidic allure is full of stories of a base medrash full of people davening. And there's one guy who doesn't know how to pray and he like screams to God. He like sings a song because he doesn't know the words. And that was the most powerful prayer in the room. They are not being cute. These were great people who knew truth. 
And there's stories, many stories of, from the Barditchra, Blevi Yitzchak, from the Normali Melech, and many other tzaddikim who were very aware of what was going on in the heavens. The Normali Melech learnt with angels and was very aware of what was being said in the heavens. And the honest people described that the biggest prayer in the room. We had a lot of big guns praying, and one humble person who didn't have the words for prayer. I watch in this space, Madrash, we don't know the most powerful prayer. Some guy walks in 4.30 right before Shkia. Shkia today is 6. 5.55, a guy runs in, wraps his phylacteries on, and says, Shema Yisrael. I don't know. And he, and he says, God, please protect us. Please protect the Yidin in Eretz Yisrael. Protect my brothers who are soldiers. Protect Yidin everywhere. I don't know that that wasn't the most powerful prayer of the day in this space, Medrash. But these people who were very aware of what was going on in the heavens have many, many stories of the power of the prayer of the humble one. Of the one who wasn't arrogant, who didn't feel he's the gift, God's gift. He just felt as the needy one, the humble person. And that's a tremendous milam prayer. So Tefillah La'ani Avram speaks about the prayer of the humble one. Now I'm not promoting not learning. So I'm not making something out of being small. I'm making something out of being humble. Anybody could, the Arava teaches something. And the beauty of the Arava is something that anybody could tap into. Great, great people learned from the Arava and were impacted. I promise Rav Levi Yitzchak didn't regret knowing Kolatayrakula. Yet when he saw the prayer of the humble one and he saw in Shemaim it was the most powerful prayer, he committed to more humility, to stop coming with arrogance, to come in front of Hashem as an Ani. Any person can tap into that, the amazing prayer of the Ani, of the one who's not coming with any arrogance. That is the most powerful part of prayer. That's, that's everything in prayer coming humble. Does the lone person, is he more... Oh, I, I, I hear. No, no, it's good. That's not my problem. You believe me? Yeah. Okay. So is the lowly person more um, alone to be... Yes. Humble? Yeah. What? Yes. Yes. So, yeah. The answer is yes. I didn't say they can't be. That's why they need... It's it's often likely that the greater the person will struggle more with arrogance, but of course. And these great people saw the humble one and were inspired. Bo elu mechaprim al elu means everybody has what to bring and what to add and what to teach and a light to shine. And, And... I'm not talking about Rishon. We're talking no. about Yidin. We're talking about Yidin. We're talking about Beulah. We're not talking about Rishon. Rishon are, are, have, definitely have arrogance. We're talking about Sadiqim and Yidin. Now, this capital Tillam Avram caught my eyes on Aishana Rabbah. I was very, very moved. I studied it with my children, this capital Tillam. Tfilah La'ani Kiyatayf. The prayer of the poor man Kiyatayf, who's frail and faint. And he pours out his prayer in front of Hashem. Hashem shimat filasi, please hear my prayer. The shavasi elecha savi, my supplication shall come in front of you, Hashem. Altaster panach mimenu, please don't hide from me, Hashem. Hester panim, what is Hester panim? Is very simply when we know truths. We know things to be true. We know Hashem loves our people. He's told us many times. Where the Am Kreve, where the Banim Lashem, it didn't feel that way. We didn't experience that way these past couple of weeks. That's Hester Panim. Hester Panim is the truths are, are every bit as true as they were yesterday and the day before. But when I'm struggling to experience it, that's called Hester Panim. Hashem's hiding from me. And we beg Hashem, please don't hide. Let me, be, let me be in sync and in touch with that which I know. And this beautiful prayer really like spoke to me on Aishan Arabah. The Svasema speaks in terms of the Arabah. It actually says later in this capital, Listen to the prayer of the screamer. The Radak says Ara means the Arava. Listen to the prayer of the Arava. The Radak, the Rishon on the spot, says, please listen to the prayer of the Arava. The Arava is the humble one who doesn't feel arrogant. 
who feels a little worn out of all the four species we hold. It's the one on everybody's gets the most worn out. Your Arava never looks so pretty after a couple of days. And we say, Tashem, please listen to the prayer of the Arava, that which is humble, that which comes to you in humility, beseeching you and begging you and asking you to help and asking you to show yourself, please listen to the tefillah of the Arava. And we, this, beautiful, this beautiful prayer meant a lot to me. In this beautiful capital, Tillim, it says, Write this for the generation, the last generation. David HaMelech. He says, tell the last generation about this capital, Tillim. Please write this. He says this a few times in Psalms and Tillim. He says, please tell this to the Dar Achrein. The Zayar says that the Dar Achrein, the generation of Mashiach, the most important thing is prayer. One of the sources that we quote for this Zayar is this Pasuk. That tefillah la'ani, please tell the last generation when they, fi- when they feel frail, when they feel empty, when they feel void, a generation that's going to feel we're not as big and strong as earlier generations, tell them tefillah la'ani. Tell them about the power of the humble man's prayer. Tikasev zayis l'dar and then in the middle, Avram, in the middle of this capital, Tillim, that was very moving to me and resonated by me, it was Aishana Rabbi, I was very, very moved by this capital, Tillim. I came to four words that threw me off. And the four words are, Va'am nivra yahaloka, and a created nation will yet thank Hashem. Now, I don't like pessimism, Avram. I don't like it. I think it's very inappropriate and very un-Jewish. Yidin are optimistic and positive. I think it's Yitzhahara to be negative. I don't like doomsayers. I don't like people who are fear mongers. People love scaring. Do you know what's going on in the world? You feel safe? You think we're safe? I feel very safe. I like this country. Hashem gave us a kind country with a president who stands, don't ever make fun. Don't make fun. Why are you making fun? It's not how you didn't behave. Don't ever mock a president. We have a president of the country who stands behind you, a nation of kindness. And I feel very good about it. Hashem's being nice. I don't like doomsayers. You think you're safe. Why are you behaving like that? Why are you scaring people? The Rambam says that it's lush and horror to scare people. The Rambam says that it's us to scare people. It's lush and horror. You can look up the Rambam. The Rambam says that it's lush and horror to scare people. Fear mongering. That's a good question. The Miraglam. Fear mongering is an Isidaraisa. It is slander to scare people. We're not fear mongers who try to scare people and get people overwhelmed. Inappropriate behavior. So I love in this capital Tillim, it's a capital Tillim of pain, of, a, of an Ani who's yatav, who's fainting, who feels frail and feels like he's about to faint. It speaks about Atta Takum Tirachim Tsi and this capital has the words that we sing. Atta Sakum Tirachim Tsiim. You will yet stand up to you. You'll have mercy on Tsiim. Ki it's time to be it's time to show your chain, your love of the Jewish nation. So it's a very, very it's a capital tell him clearly that speaking about difficult times. Kivamaye, the time for the Gaul has come. This capital Tillim is nailing difficult times. In the middle of the capital Tillim, David HaMelech says, Am nivra yahalilka. The created nation will yet thank Hashem. Now the fact that there's optimism in the capital Tillim, I love that. David HaMelech says, I know things are bleak. I know there's a lot of prayer. I want you to know that we know good times are coming. Am nivra yahalilka. The created nation will yet thank Hashem. And in midst of a capital that's talking about pain and talking about weakness, a frail people coming to Hashem, a vulnerable people, a weary people, it says they'll yet, we'll yet thank Hashem. We'll, we'll get through this. We're going to be all right. So I love that. I have no cash on that. My kasha is, why does he call us an Amnivra, Davra Melech? A creating nation. I'm going to do a song. I'm going to do a song in one minute for you, Shine. In two minutes, we're going to do a song. So I'll come back. So why does it call an Amnivra? 
Why in this capital Tillim Rabbi say does it call us a created nation? Am Nivra Yahalka, a created nation will thank Hashem. Avram, we have many names, our people. We're called many things. The basic name is Am Yisrael. Am Yisrael, if, if David HaMelech said in this capital, Elisha, Am Yisrael, Yahalolka, Klal Yisrael will yet praise Hashem, I would have no kasha. Klal Yisrael will survive, will thrive, will praise Hashem. Why does he call us an Am Nivra, created nation, will yet praise Hashem? We were created. It's true we were created. But why call us that here? We were created with Yitzhak Mitzrayim, but why in the context of this capital Tillam are we called the created nation? I'm Nivra Yahaloka. On Shmini, I went into Aishana Rabbah, I did not understand those four words. Really, two of those four words. I'm Nivra. Why in this capital Tillam, speaking about us in a vulnerable state, are we called the created nation? Fast forward now, uh, over a week later, and I want to say I have no cash on this capital Tillam. Because I see in the midst of Tsarais, we've gone through a tremendous punch and a tremendous difficulty, but we remembered we were Yidden. I see a unity in our nation I've never seen. I'm 49, I have never seen in my life the unity that I see today. Never in my life do I see the unity that I see today. And I feel on myself and others, we've gotten an awareness, I'm a Yid. There's a pride and a sense of, 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 there's a pain in our people, there's a difficulty. I want to say we've been reborn again. I know the reborn is another type of religion calls a reborn. But I want to say that we've been reborn as a people. We've been created again. Maybe not in the way we would have liked to have been created and, and, and in a very painful way. But I say, Am Nivra, the nation that's been created and been recreated, Yahalol Ka, will yet praise Hashem. And it strikes me that in this capital, Tillam, we're called an Am Nivra. We're called a created nation. We've been recreated. Amazing shot. Thank you so much. I love that it says, Am Nivra, Yahalol Ka. I've shared that a number of times recently. I wanted to tell my friends right here and right in this space, Medrash. There's much I want to learn. There's a lot I want to learn together. There are a lot of feelings today. We're to sit and learn Musa today. I wanted to share that word with you. We have new chevra. I'm excited that Shimmy's in Yeshiva. I'm excited Noah's back this year. Avi Ben back. I'm excited. There's a lot to talk. Royce is here. I've wanted him here for a while. Abi Baitl is here, Yehuda Chassan, we have a Chassan, Yehuda Mervis, a Chassan is here, there's a lot. I feel the camera, with all the things. Yeah, Relly's birthday, there's a lot. My sons, this is the first time, this is the first time, the yeshiva is, the yeshiva of Seattle, the Shmaya, Waterbury is 24 years old, the yeshiva, this is the first time in my career here, that all four of my sons, four of my five, my fifth is eight years old. He's, he's not coming this year yet. But but Siata uh, Dishmaya, that my four sons are in yeshiva together. One's in the base Medish presently. Three are sitting right here. All four are in the yeshiva together. Is a tremendous simcha. There's a lot. There's a lot to speak about. I want to start. I want to do a couple of songs. There's somebody here who started in yeshiva. I was never zayichet to meet Rabbi Ben Hamu in person. We spoke on the phone. I was blown away. We, we spoke on the phone. Our, our first languages are, might be different in words, but in here, our first language is exactly the same. And I already heard on the phone, and in person, it only confirmed what I saw on the phone. We have a Yid Rabbi Ben Amu as a yeshiva in Mexico. He's a Yid, the main thing of a yeshiva. The main thing that fires me up probably more than any... I, am, I think it's the most important thing in Chinuch. The, not an important thing, not one important thing, also an important thing is it can't be about your ego. Not as a parent, not as a Rebbe, not as any position, of not as a dorm counselor. It can't be your ego. You said that to me, chutzpah. It can't be your ego. The word chutzpah can't be a, it can't be an emotional word. Now your ego could be hurt and will be hurt. 
I promise every single guy here as a parent, your kid at one point will hurt your ego. It is not chenuch when you're responding to that. That you have your own human ways of healing, you'll be hurt. Your kid will say something to you and hurt you because human beings are human. Your kid will be tzaddikim gemurim and you'll be a tzaddik. You will make a mistake and say something wrong to your child. And your child will make a mistake and say something wrong because humans make mistakes. And your ego will be hurt. Don't be mechanic from that place of ego. And when a person comes and approaches chenuch in truth, sincerity, what's right, not about your ego, not asserting of you. Just two sincere, sincere people trying to grow, but not about you, not about you. And, and when, when somebody's mechanic like that, in that sincere, humble, authentic way, very, very serious things happen. When I spoke to Rabbi Ben Amu on the phone, I saw a person. I felt it. It only confirmed when I met him in person. When he came here, that there's a person who's about what's right, about sincerity, he's a Talmud Chacham, who's about teaching Torah and, and helping people grow and encouraging. He has the yeshiva in Mexico. I, it means a lot that you're here, Rabbi Ben Hamoud. It means a lot that you've come to the yeshiva. He came to see this yeshiva. People hear about a place of honesty, and they hear about the guys that are here, and it attracts and it draws. I have seen this for years. I have seen that, that sincerity and truth draws more truth. It always hits me. Tzaddikim know each other in weird ways. In Eretz Yisrael at Levayas, I would see certain Tzaddikim speak. How did he know him? It never made sense. Like He's from Russia. He's from Bnei Brak. And they're like best friends. They're like, and they, he's crying at Levayim, my best friend. Tzaddikim know each other because... Somehow truth is a magnet. They meet in dreams together. They learn in Shemayim together. They maybe at night learn in the heavens. Crazy stuff goes on. Tzaddik and me. Rabbi Ben Amu knows this yeshiva and was drawn to the yeshiva because there's sincerity here and it draws sincerity. I want to welcome you to yeshiva. I want to say that what you're doing, what you're doing, Kamaycha Yerbu Yisrael. People like you should increase in Kla Yisrael. Yeshivas like yours that are about sincerity, about just the place. Here people grow. It's not an agenda. We don't hold up trophies like be a certain thing and wow, look, you may. No, no, no. Sincere, authentic, authentic. Just sincerity, authenticity, people grow. It's just really, really precious. I don't know what. They're, they're, everything's meant by Hashem. There's no, there's no collateral. Don't look at it. In Waterbury, all of a sudden, a lot of alumni are back. A lot of B'nai Torah, the base Medrash looked gorgeous this morning. Stop being a two-year-old. God doesn't work. What's going on is a war, and then a war is a lot of side effects. That's not how this... Everything Hashem does is exact. Hashem wanted to send a lot of an Eitar to this place. That has nothing to do with the war, I promise. Nothing to do with the war, I promise. Nothing. You don't understand life if you think it has to do with the war. You don't understand life. I promise there could be a war and not a Eitar here. You don't understand life. It has nothing to do with the war. There's a war, yes, that's one thing. A lot of things happen and everything's meant by Hashem. Everything. They're not like accidents. You know, war is not so neat. In war, you hear collateral damage. There's a war. I'm sorry. Along the way, a stray bullet kills a guy. Not in God's world. There's no collateral. Whatever happened was meant to happen and thought of by Hashem with purpose. B'nai Taira here, what's happening? Say, oh, wartime, weird things happen. Why B'nai Taira here? B'nai Taira are here because we have a siyat of the Shemaya, a gift from Hashem. Hashem sent B'nai Taira to our base medrash. Don't lump together. If you're here, you say, oh, well, the, Hashem sent you. I don't know. I don't know why. Everything's exact. Everything's, you end up, I found myself over the last week and a half, Johnny could say, hey, this. I was in a shul in Woodmere, I'm in a barn in Muncie that became a beautiful base medrash, two batim I found myself like being places. Hashem sending, I don't know what, I don't know. He wanted, he wanted us in Woodmere. Don't, don't be small. It's not collateral. 
Hashem wants things and arranges things. It's good. He gets, he arranges. Hamechen mitzad degaver, the preparer of the footsteps of man. You get babyish and small when you just look at things as collaterally. As well, there's a war, so people are... Hashem is all... He's very smart and he created the world. It's remarkable the exactness of, of what Hashem makes. Why he does each thing, just... Watch and appreciate. In our base, Medrash is full of B'nai Tyra today. No big person saw difficult times and all of a sudden yeshivas were united. There's all different times in our history. Hashem wanted yeshivas. We had a big get-together in five times. Hundreds of people. Hashem wanted hundreds of people together. It was like stunning. I was watching. What's happening? Hashem's moving worlds. Yidna coming and... We don't know, I don't even know, maybe there was a war for that, there was this for the war. Each thing was intended by Hashem, everything Hashem is very exact. Ain Avel, there's no, there's no collateral by Hashem, each part of the story was intended. Hashem thought about it and designed it and decided it, each detail. And in the base Medrash, that the B'nai Taira, it's like filled up with B'nai Taira, is because sincerity draws, and the sincerity of the guys. A guy walks in and puts on tefillin. There's so many acts of realness in this campus. I was talking to friends of mine who are here for, for a few days. Who are here, and I was talking to them what they're going to experience. I was talking to Ellie Friedman, to Mattis, just what's here. I was talking about sincere acts. You'll see a guy come to the base mesh and put on his tefillin and just watch, just absorb. A guy, did, was, did somebody pay him? Is he going to be in trouble? He'll be kicked out of yeshiva if he doesn't. They're going to yell at him. You're going to see a guy come and pray and talk to his creator. You're going to see another guy talk to another yid and give him chizik. You're going to see sincerity and authenticity all over the place. I'm tremendously thankful that we have an Torah in the base medrash. I'm not willing to look at things as collateral. There's a war, there's difficult times, and Hashem sends such comfort amidst difficult times. Hashem thought of that. On the one hand, there's a lot of difficulty. My wife asked me how last night was. I said I was very overwhelmed. It wasn't normal. I usually have a very big nervousness before this man. I was too, there was, there was just a lot. It wasn't the normal nervousness, the normal anxiousness, excitement. It was different. There's a lot. There's a lot. It's, di- it's different times. Things, but I feel the comfort of B'nai Torah. So many B'nai Torah in our base Medrash. I thank Hashem for it. I thank the guys for your sincerity draws. And the fact that I have been in the first day, I didn't know he was coming. We had spoken on the phone months ago. It's a surprise visit. I am thankful that a sincere Rosh Hashiva, Talmud Chacham, who's, work, who's, who's teaching Torah with sincerity, with humility, is in the base Medrash on the first day of this man. I feel Hashem kissed us. I don't know your cheshbin, we are this, this. I just see what Nashgach is Hashem that you hear. I want to, the way we're a weird place in this sense that we pay up with music. That's what we do. We pay up with music. I have two things I need to share with the Chevra badly, but I owe Rep. Rabbi Ben Amu is here, a beautiful Yid running a yeshiva. A little bit, it's mean. Like, if I want to pay up, Kalish, so you pay up. If I sing, it won't be paying up. It will. So I'm going to ask Shloyma to please come forward. Shloyma. Zevi, Zevi, come, Zevi, Zevi, come, Chasen. You know it? Some song that are some good uplift for our nation. You too, you too. I want to sing a song. I want to sing Va'atem Tiuli. We'll join in, but them two first. Va'atem Tiuli, Mamleches, Kehanim, Egoi Kaddish. Then we'll join in. Are you standing? Whatever's better, stand. Whatever's better. Shh. <laughs> 
Nachas Kai Hanem Tihuli Tihuli Mamlechesh Kai Hanem Vigoy Kadosh Biyatem Tihuli Running back to you is what's happening. Let's go. Moscow? Yeah, I'm feeling that also. Um, Mo Muller's back, and I want to play something for Mo Muller. Ah, oh, let's go. Mo Fills up all my thoughts So I just bury my secrets And I know I gotta let go, let go But I still can't forget Let's forget those days Try to shut out the pain But it's calling my name mm-hmm. Oh, deep down I know what I want But it is so hard to see Negativity fills up all my thoughts So I just bury my secrets And I know I gotta let go, let go But I still can't forget, forget those days Try to shut out the pain, but it's calling my name So I gotta chase it Yeah, I gotta charge it head on Cause I can't erase it Postpartum means what makes me strong And digging the deep hole won't help I think it's time for me to move on So I'm gonna chase it Because your pain is what makes you strong Pains makes you strong Oh, strong Your pains makes you strong Makes you strong Strong Pains makes you strong
Yesterday we had a group, a lot, some of the Hever here was there, we got together in Muncie and we were talking a little bit about the last, about the last few weeks. Obviously it's, it's almost hard to go back the last few weeks. Something occurred at the end that makes it hard for us to chazer a few weeks back, but I think it gives some context. I think very much as a nation, if we just listen, we're pointed somewhere. Hashem talks to us clearly and we're pointed somewhere and I want to put a little words to it. It came Rosh Hashanah, we have a very, very precious mitzvah called the Shoifer. And we blow the Shoifer every, from young ages, little kids anticipate the Shoifer, the powerful Shoifer that we're mamluch, we coronate Hashem with the Shoifer. Allah Kim Bisrua. The blow of the Shoifer, that precious mitzvah, we make a Shechayanu once a year. We have this precious mitzvah of Shaifer. This year we did not have the mitzvah of Shaifer. Now you might have heard the Shaifer on the second day. I am not chas v'shalom putting down the Rabbanans. This, the Rabbanans are awesome and could be even more important than the Raisas in a certain sense. Taib daidecha miyayin. The Rabbanans are very important. But the mitzvah daraisa is to blow shaifer on the first day of Tishrei, and we did not blow the shaifer because it was Shabbos Kaidash. Somehow the expression of our loyalty to Hashem, the expression of Hashem running the world, being Mamlech Hashem, did not happen with the shaifer, it happened with the observance of Shabbos. The shaifer was still this year, Shabbos Kaidash. Then it came a Chag of Sukkot, and we have a precious mitzvah to shake the Dalad Minim. We have one day Midaraisa, we shake it. The only day Midaraisa, we shake it, is on Tesvav, is on the first day of Tishrei, the first day of Sukkot, B'yoyim Arishon. Every subsequent day is a Chiv Durabanan. Durabanan is huge, Zeicher Lamekdash. Added to Beis Amigdash is only one day that's the Raisa to shake the Lulav and Esrug. The Lulav and Esrug is the way a Yid is Mikales, is the way a Yid praises Hashem. We did not have a Daraisa of the Dalad Minim this year. Instead, we observe Shabbos Kaidash. So the way we announced Hashem is the creator of the world, Eli, was not with the Shaifer, it was worth Shabbos. The way we praised Hashem was not with the Dalad Minim, it was worth Shabbos. We have been called to Shabbos. The Yid has been called to Shabbos. Now I'd like to explain something. We then went through an event that awoke in our nation. We went through something that aroused our people on Shabbos Kodesh again. 
I think as of, I think what our nation has been called to is that has a Shabbos calling. This year, in a very, very deep way, we've been summoned to Shabbos. I mean the calling of Shabbos is a year living higher, a year living bigger, a year living more with the people of Hashem, with the people who have shaykhs to Hashem, who have a shaykhs to Shabbos Kodesh, the day that it's the easiest to experience Hashem. I felt very strongly that, that, that we're called to Shabbos Kodesh. Each one can make a chizuk in their own way in Shabbos. This one to accept Shabbos a little earlier, this one to celebrate it a little better, to make it warmer, stronger, nicer, to have more of an appreciation for the day of Shabbos. One of the names of our people is Am. We, we call us this name on Shabbos is Mikad Sheishvi. With a nation that sanctifies Shabbos, it's our essence. Who we are is the Am Mikad Sheishvi. So I wanted, a, I wanted to share this with the Chevra. I wanted to share this with the Chevra. I'm Mikad Shvi, with a nation who are sanctifies and glorifies and is Mikad Shabbos. And I wanted to make such a calling to the guys. That was the second thing that I wanted to say. I wanted to get to the last thing today. And I wanted to talk to everybody here. We're a very interesting collection today. We're starting our Zman with guys from different years, from different yeshivas, with a lot of uncertainties of people, am I here for a day, for a week, for a month, for the year, how long am I here, where am I going tomorrow, back to Eretz Yisrael, is my yeshiva coming here, am I going to yeshiva? I wanted to share something, I wanted to share really what I started before, Berashkach Hashem. Just in general to understand life. I have seen people, a guy misses a flight. A guy was supposed to fly somebody misses his flight. So he's almost waiting for some bad news to happen to the flight. He's like frustrated where the plane didn't crash or blow up. I want to say that I want, if a guy misses a flight, it should be the craziest flight ever. That was the best food. That day, a nace happened. Instead of airplane food, they mamish served the best caterer decided that he was sponsoring a kiddush. On the plane, somebody, somebody got up and decided everybody's getting steaks and wine and all the delicacies in the world. And it was the craziest, coolest flight on earth. That's what you missed. That's, I would dive in if I missed the flight. The best thing, not that, oh, the plane blew up. I said, no, no, it was the craziest plane ride. The flight you missed was the best flight ever. Ever, ever. You missed the craziest flight. You know why that's much better? Because Hashem wanted me here. I don't want like, well, everything else was terrible. So at least... Somebody asked me, guys coming back from Eretz Yisroh, don't make too gishmak. We have a matziv here for guys coming back. There's a matziv in Munsi. So somebody asked me, don't make it too gishmak. Other guys are going to want to come back. I think it should be crazy here. Crazy. It should be the best thing ever. The guy who's sitting in Eretz Yisroh and not here, the guy who's here and not in Eretz Yisroh is not hoping that the other option flops. If a guy is sitting here in our base mesh today, I hope wherever he was was crazy, amazing today. They, Mamish had, you missed the best year ever. You missed Azakumzitz, they sang. You can't, it was crazy, it was electric. It's not you came here, there was terrible, so at least Hashem wanted you here even bigger than that. Whatever you miss, bigger than that, a guy misses a flight, a baby needs, oh, the flight blew up, so I see the the flight was crazy, was amazing, and it was more important for me to be here. We don't know the tikkunim. A guy might have been, and he said a shema. You don't, at an airport, you saw a poor person, and you gave him a good morning, and you changed his life. And you know what? Bigger than anything that you missed is you made, you said good morning to we don't have a system of what's of, of the words that was big time. And if you want to learn the words, see that instead of that, Hashem wanted this. So you'll get the words. Where you are, there you're supposed to be. And there's big things there, eternal things. 
Hashem puts us, we're here today, I can't believe what's happening today. Maish, it's like crazy, the Beis Maish this morning was glorious. That was a glorious Kiddush Shemayim. Anything you miss, this was bigger, because God wanted you there. Be big, understand where you are, make where you are, engage where you are. Make it very special. Tap into where you are. Where you are is where you're supposed to be. Ragloi de inush in an arvenle. Batar de I forgot the words. Batar. Shamavilanle. Batar de mitboi. I'm paraphrasing Gemara Sukkah. In the place that he's supposed to be, Shamavilanle. His feet bring him there. Our feet bring us where Hashem wants us to be. Certainly before a decision, we take decisions very seriously and we think. All different people are different factors. There are guys whose heroic thing was to stay in Eretz Yisroh. Amidst the matzav, I'm learning Torah, that was the heroic thing to do. There were guys whose heroic thing was they had a nervous mother, they should leave and be heroic because their mom couldn't handle it. There were guys who themselves were honest about anxieties and didn't want to pretend and felt they would grow more in America. And heroically, it looks like not brave in the most deep brave things came back. I'm always fascinated, Sviki. I want, I'm going to speak openly. Do you know there are two types of guys who come to our yeshiva? There's one guy fought for... Tell me if, this, if I'm speaking the truth, Mo. Show me, listen to this. There are two guys who are in yeshiva. There's one guy who came to yeshiva. It was his dream, his life on Waterbury. The day, I mean, he's here 30 seconds. He has gear. He has the yarmulke, the tie, the socks, the slippers. He has the slot. Everything says W. It's his dream. He walks back to his city, Waterbury. There's another guy who comes to the yeshiva who it's one of the hardest things he ever did in his life. His friends, you're where? Waterbury? I didn't see you as such. Which means I didn't see you so honest, real, growing. Okay. I didn't see you as such. I didn't see you like that. And there's a guy who comes to Waterbury. It's actually, he decided, I want to serve Hashem. I want to be honest. I want to be real. It's much more anxious here. A bachar, I was sitting with one of the guys at the shir now was describing to me how it brings much more anxiety. In his previous school he was in, he just like, he said, nobody shared, nobody, see so you just, the bell rang, you went here, here. Here like decisions, choices, where do I go? Who am I? How do I want? It was easier when they told me at address. They told me what to say and when to say it. He said, we all came in, hid behind all that, and went home and breathed. It was something easy. He said, here, I have so much anxiety. Should I go to class? Should I go there? Should I lie in bed all day? Where do I put my body? I'm a, I'll run back to school. I'll go to... The, there was a guy who ran back to school. He was here about four hours. He ran back. He swore to his mother, I won't miss a science class again. I'm telling you. Just to, it was so scary to like decide, figure out who I am, what I want to be, what I want to come to, who are my friends. It's like, where do, what, what am I doing? Who am I? What am I building? It's difficult. There are guys who come to yeshiva where it's actually very, very hard to come to yeshiva. You blush. Where are you now? You, you don't say so easy. I'm in Waterbury. It's difficult. And my point is everybody's act is very, very different. We might be in the same room. When it came to the word, you couldn't give a psaq. What do you say people should do? People, each person has a decision of where he should go, of how it looks. And each person thinks to the best of their ability what the right move is. One understands his own nervousness and felt that steiging meant to come back. And he might be Messias Nefesh to come back. There are people I know who are Messias Nefesh to come back because they feel embarrassed. They just think they'll grow more. They know their own anxieties, their own matziv, and they didn't feel it would bring out steiging to be there. And with great guts, they came back. Guts. They came back. Another guy with great guts stayed. And another guy, all different cheshbainas and reasons and thoughts. Every human being is different. And we make the cheshbainas to the best of our abilities. And then where we are, we see what Hashem wanted for us there. And we embrace and engage where we are. Things are not by accident. And it doesn't need to be bad the other place. That's, that's so silly. 
the guy who's in Eretz Yisrael today can hear, oh my goodness, it was crazy what went on in Yeshiva. It's not a therefore I should be there. You hear how much bigger it is where you were. Whatever you missed and Hashem didn't want you there. He wanted where you were. You're not where you are because every place else is lousy. You're where you are because it's the best place for you. And you'll have a tremendous aliyah when you're in the place that's the best place for you. It's silly to try to make other things bad that's childish, that's babyish. The moves we make, the places we go, we have a sense, we feel, we experience. This is the place of my steiging. This is the place of my service. This is the place that, this is my stand. We're all soldiers. This is the place where I'm going to stand and fight. It's a time we're thinking, we're all soldiers. We're all soldiers. We're all fighting. I have, a, I have a tremendous appreciation. We have friends. There's a guy who learned in this yeshiva, Sroli Schwartz, a beautiful yid, who was in this yeshiva for two years, a very special Talmud of Rabbi Zon, somebody who's worked through a lot. He decided that he should go fight in Eretz Yisrael. I can't believe it. It's from Staten Island. We have Ram, and I can't. He went to go back to Eretz Yisrael. Scary. Every day, afraid of death. He felt that was his avodas Hashem that he should defend his people. Beautiful, heroic. And I just appreciate the sense of duty, of responsibility. I'm so moved by the guy who decided to stay in Imri, and I'm going to stay there. I'm so moved by the guy who decided to come back, and he's going to stay here. I'm moved by every Yid who felt we're his place that he's going to fight. All of us are perked up. I don't want to, I'm not turning it into more intensity, because more intense what? I don't want some pretend, I can, we could get this whole place, everything's more intense. Each person in your station, be more true to your station. We're all thinking about that. That We're all thinking about, my son Maishi and I were talking, I promise I had a sense like Maishi, maybe let's quickly learn to fight, I think I can help, I'm competitive. Maishi's tremendous with his hands, he's very good with his body, there's no question he could help, we had a sense and we thought about it, we're not trained we don't think it would be good for them or us to run there now, but let's figure out, let's figure out how we can be part of our nation stronger, better, serve just make a difference, stand up so I say to everybody, it's a situation where each person finds their own steiging, their own aliyah, their own sincerity, their own prayer. It's a time we're standing up as a people. I say specifically about to looking at a gathering. I have to like start this man, the first Musa, this man. We have people, it's unlikely we're in the same room. This is weird. Well, Mo is back, Maish is back, Viggy's back, Manny's back, Maishi's back. It's bizarre. It's, it's really bizarre. Avi's here. Things are like, phew. Things are happening in front of us. In, in sports, it's interesting. In sports, every team, you have the people that are noticed. When you follow a team, so you see the manager in the dugout, you see the players. Do you know the main guy is the general manager? Who put this together? There's always a guy somewhere in a box somewhere. You don't see him. He's usually not in the public eye. He, like, constructed the whole thing. And if you know anything, the manager looks loud and is screaming and shouting. The manager does Machloikis, what sport? Football a lot, baseball a little, basketball somewhere in between. The manager matters, the coach matters, but there's always a general manager who built this all. Always keep in mind, there's a general manager who put us together. So I want to say about all of our journeys and the station we're at, that we have a very, very special general who puts each soldier where they're supposed to go. I have this, Viggy, for many years, Yisrael, I have this fascination with road work. Maybe I've spent too much, I bought a car a year ago, Pesach, and I'm on 62,000 miles now. Now, I didn't drive all those, it's done with the team, did a lot of those, and many, it's gone on many dates, and all different stuff with guys, but I definitely, it's, six, it's done a lot of driving. Maybe that's why driving's on my mind a lot. Lemaisa, Lemaisa, I'm always intrigued by road work, you have tons of people working on the road. You have guys drilling and banging. And I always wonder, Yisrael, how much that guy knows. 
I had this dream to stop and start interviewing guys. Does he know the project? You see this big burly fellow and he's like drilling the heart. I'm always curious, does he know how long the project's going to go for? Does he know what the plans, what they're trying to build? I watched this burly guy drilling this thing. There's like a massive multi-million dollar project. It's a $50 million project. On a big highway, it's $50 million. And I see a burly guy just drilling. My suspicion is, is he knows very little. He knows that a guy above him who doesn't know too much more than him, but he knows like a few feet of the project. And there's enough... There's one nerd somewhere who like knows the whole thing. He's never burly. He couldn't cut anything. There's like one nerd who I think knows the whole deal. Some guy somewhere who you'll never meet or see. But I'm always curious how much each of these workers know. I don't know the answer. I'm curious about it. You ever want to stop and schmooze? I'm not sure they would hear you much. If you call out, they just think you're cursing them for the traffic they're causing. So I don't know if they'll... I don't know how much they'll engage you. you but it's a curiosity. No, it's a big curiosity. No, it is a curiosity how much each guy knows. And the word is that he was drafted by somebody to do this and to be this. And I say in our own, in our own fighting this war... There's a general who knows what I need to do and what you need to do. And where we are, again, we make decisions as best as we can. And, there we're, and where we're put, there we're wanted to fight the war. One guy to be in Eretz Yisrael, one guy to be here, one guy to be home, one guy to come. Who knows, a guy learned to say the first Seder here and brought a tremendous Simcha. And brought just an aliyah of Ruchnius to the yeshiva, and that was his front lines. We, we know very little. Now, we have decisions to make, and we try to think through the best place of aliyah, but understand there's not collateral damage. War causes people to spread out. That's a bunch of hogwash. Hashem sends, the general sends each person. The guy who's supposed to drill has been told and he knows to drill and he was commanded to drill. Understand you're the driller. You don't know where, why, why am I drilling? He's there, I'm there. They're different jobs. If everybody would do the same job, we wouldn't have the beautiful highway. There are different jobs. The Rabbi Nishlam, the Adeya Kyle knows where to put whom and whom to put where. And I say each of us from our stations... From our stations, each of us to be mechazik. We've all gotten a sense, an arousal. There's been, a, there's been an alarm. There's been a siren. There's been a, there's, something has gone off. Am nivra. We've been recreated as a nation. I say each of us from the station that we're at, let's, let's fight harder. Let's fight stronger. Let's act with more purpose and more focus and more, just more alive in our station. I thank each person for being here. It's not a way tomorrow you might be, and wherever you are tomorrow, do drill the hole the way you're supposed to tomorrow, where the officer sends you, where the nerd sends you. Here's not a nerd, it's the, the coolest by Island. But in, in, the, in the guy on the road, wherever he's put, I don't know if he chaps, one day says drill here, and they make some guy, there's a guy whose job it is to do the paint. The paint guy doesn't know the drill, the drill doesn't know the paint guy. The next day you say, listen, buddy, you tell the burly fellow that we painted some stuff there between, I don't know, and he knows drill over there. He's not even sure why am I drilling. There's another guy who knows the pipes and another guy who knows how to put the tar on. They all seem to have different expertises. But in each one of us, we were sent by Hashem, we were put to function with a sense of purpose there and to see we, we to see we all in embracing the positions we're in we all can like sense not because the other thing was bad we could sense we'll see we'll figure out we'll get a sense of why we were put there you usually figure it out when you miss a flight the flight made it that was the smoothest there was no turbulence it was so comfortable but i was here because i saw a yid from chicago we mamish banded and I made his day and he made my day and it was an old friend. Who knows? There is, there is two yidin. Who knows what happens to get two yidin to meet? That two yidin should... Hashem will turn over worlds. I don't know that... I, I don't, it's not collateral damage. I saw certain guys. A guy meets Zevi Crowley. Some 10th grade Hashem wanted. A 10th grader in Waterbury. Some guy... Ate lunch and saw a Ben and such a sweet, like a refined Ben And he said, Good afternoon, good morning. They shoot, what's in it? Oh, so nice to meet you. That was intended, act with intention. 
act with intention, be present to that which is intentional. Be present to that which is intentional. So I say to all of us, it's, it's, it's like bizarre we've been put together. It feels that way. And it feels, the word bizarre feels exciting. It feels like there's purpose to this. So I'm thankful to the Mechen Mitzadeh Gavir. We have a chasen, Yehudah Mervis, a chasen, a chasen. He sent us chasenim. I'm thankful, Hashem. I want to announce there are two important things. We will be, it's 4.40 now. They'll be at 4.45. In, in whoever didn't have a minchi at the last, Rav Johnny's minion will take place. The truth is... We should let the second say to go first at 4:45. In two minutes, there'll be a mincha not in here. I one second say there to happen here, so it will be in the annex 4:45. We're starting a second say there today. Everybody's invited. There'll be a chevra. Hudi, what parak are we learning second say there? I heard rumors the fifth parak Shar Shanagach. Manny, is that a truth? We're learning third parak. Third parak. Third parak. So let's get past Third parak. Thank you, thank you, Ramendi. Ramendi is learning with Chevra. There's a second say the Chavura. Everybody's invited. It's the third parak. Ramendi is here. There's, there's a lot of Chavrusas. New Chavrusas are here. Hashem sent Chavrusas out of the skies. So second Seder will begin at, at right. It will start right after here. If you need a Davin Mincha, Davin Mincha, then come to Ramendi to get your Chavrusa. There are new guys, new Chavrusas available to base Medrash. There'll be a Chavrusa Tumul. 445 will begin. Thank you, Ramendi. Second Seder. Yashkar Chavrusa. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at ShasIlluminated.org.